I can't be in love with you. Because I'm in love with your brother. <gasps> but he's dead. No. I was only in a coma. <laughs> My tears are being jerked. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top Five, where we take everything movies and we make them into lists. And this very somber side of the table—that's me, Brandon Winkman, on that lovely blue lit side of the table. That's my good buddy, Lucas Swanson. Wake up! Oh, fuck you! Wake up! <laughs> yeah, wake up! Yeah. What are we talking about, bud? We're talking about tearjerkers, my friend. Ooh, I like a good tearjerker. I do. I like when a movie brings out emotion. Uh, whether it be good or bad. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> what a movie should do, yeah? Well, that's what I'm, I mean. A lot of people don't want that. A lot of people just don't. Want they just want. Michael Bay. Boom, boom, yeah, boom. they yeah. want explosions. They don't want any emotion attached to it. Like, that's why I like horror, like thriller horrors yeah. that make you like feel the fear and make you feel the tension and all that. I love tearjerkers. I love when I get to cry at a movie. I don't cry easy at movies. You are so unlucky. I do. <laughs> but I can't remember literally any of them, apparently. <laughs> I do think that there are some cop-outs. Oh, yeah. So I don't talk about those. So like Marley and Me? Yeah. Well, anything with a dog that dies. Anything with a dog that dies is a cop That'll make you sad. I will cry at that. I'll cry at a dog every time. I'll cry at any animal dying, really. That's a good point, yeah. I just think it's a cop out to get some some feels mm-hmm. to get to the tears. So I didn't put any dog deaths on mine. No, neither did I. Yeah. Uh, real quick though, kind of an opposite of a tearjerker, but on the same realm as you know, making me feel something. I did watch a movie. Oh, what was that? I watched it. Oh. I watched the remake of it. And did it make you cry? Tears of happiness. I was giggling the whole time. No. Oh. <laughs> there is a clown. He's quite funny. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> It, it is the story of a... Stephen King's It. I, I, I need to emphasize yeah, that because yeah. just saying that It is a very confusing way to talk about a movie. Yeah, it's the, well, mo- it the movie's is... title is It. And It is about a demon clown, shape-shifting clown. He's not even a clown. He, the clown is like the manifestation of right, that's but like, um, He's a demon. He's basically a demon and he feeds on children in this town. And the movie is basically him trying to get these children. <laughs> it's him trying to get these children to be afraid so that he can feed off of them. Yeah. And a group of kids decide to fight it. Now, this is a remake of... It was a TV It was originally movie, wasn't a it? TV miniseries. miniseries. Yeah, with... No, 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 no. Not Tim Curry. I was going, no, 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 no. Trying oh. to think. It was it was not the Tim Curry version. The Tim Curry version was a movie that was made afterwards. Oh, okay, cool. The miniseries, there was someone before that who played Pennywise. And that was based off of a book. Yes. So now this is the third iteration of this book. Yeah. I think it was very good. I yeah. did really like it. I do. The beginning was a little choppy because they basically have to show all these kids experiencing it. Yeah. Which is Pennywise. But the dancing clown. But it's just, it's it's really choppy. You know, like, because they're not connected at first. So you're just kind of jumping from kid to kid and seeing all the scary shit that they see. And then eventually they get together and it becomes a coherent story. That's the only thing I didn't, like, connect with right away. But Mm -hmm. it was good. It was all right. It did. It it made me feel fear. And I liked this one because it was a lot of just, like, visuals that made me uncomfortable. And it wasn't, like, there were some jump scares, but it wasn't, like, based on jump scares. But, like, there was this visual of Pennywise doing... What dance would you call that? Like, a hoedown kind of thing. It was a hoedown. Um, and it, like... So everything's shaky, but, like, his face stays still. And it's just this super uncomfortable visual. But, yeah, that gave me fear, for sure. Uh, so I, I did enjoy that. And I enjoyed the emotions that it brought to me. So kind of uh, uh, fitting for this well, that's good. list, I guess. Uh, I'm going to steer it back real quick. Weep, weep, weep. To uh, tears, mm-hmm. uh, got to the point in Buffy. Oh. Finally went back to it <laughs> because we got to the point where her mom dies. Yeah, uh-huh. and we started that episode, did not finish that episode because it's a little too real of the moment. Oh yeah, yeah it's rough. So yeah, we, uh, that was not fun. Don't 
don't watch sad stuff when you shouldn't watch it. Man, speaking of sad shows, Scrubs, can we just like talk about yeah, let's Scrubs talk about for some, a second? Okay, before we get into movies, let's talk about shows because as I found out, I don't cry at a lot of movies. I cried at a lot of television. I cry at a lot of TV. Uh, let's start off Scrubs. Let's name those episodes right now. I love Scrubs. It's probably my favorite show ever. And the one that got me right away... Ben's Funeral. Ben's Funeral is... Just hits you, just man. All of Dr. Cox dealing with the death of his brother-in-law, who is also like his best friend, yeah. essentially. It's... Oh, God. Everything just about that. The combination of the scene where JD's... Where do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Right there. It's just like... And then they like pan out and it's the graveyard. It's, it's oh. so rough. And then that's, of course, followed by the death of Laverne. Death of Laverne is death Laverne's as rough because it because, is three episodes. Mm-hmm. And you you follow Carla, who is very close to Laverne throughout all of it. And I cry like a little baby at that episode. It's the Michael J. Rough. Fox one is an underrated one, I think, in the tearjerker one. I got sad, but I don't think I ever cried to it. I almost cried. I'm, okay. I just want to bring it up because he just did such a good job in that role. Mm-hmm. Like when he's washing his hands and he just like has this outburst because he oh, can't yeah. handle it. And he just goes back to washing his hands. It's just, That's, oh, it's so intense. It's some rough shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and episode with George? George. George, they the talk old man. Death. Yeah, that one's, that one's hella rough. That one is rough. Basically, JD and Turk decide to give up their steak night gonna um, do it right because they found out that one of their patients is basically there to die and he's probably going to die overnight and he has no family has no friends so they decide and he they realize that he is afraid yeah so they decide to take the time to just sit at his bedside and talk him through it it's so rough somehow they still fit comedy in there though you Man, know i love that scrubs is literally the most realistic medical drama mm-hmm. on te- that ever has been on television Scrubs is amazing. It's so good. Uh, I love that show so much. Another show, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec gets me, especially the last season. The last season when they go through everything. Yeah, when they're all growing up and it's... They're all like separating and stuff. Or their wedding. Their wedding's super sweet. I teared yep. up a little bit of that one. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. When they when they go into the department to get married. Yes. Yeah, it's... that's a good one. Or when Lil Sebastian dies. Lil Sebastian. I've only cried twice in my life. Once was when I got my leg stuck in a something or other. The other, the other was, was when, when I found out little Sebastian died. You're 10,000 candles in, in the wind. Bye-bye, <laughs> little Sebastian. That's a great show as well. What's, that, what's another show that made you cry? Oh, another show that made me cry. Let me go through it. A lot of animes. There's some good animes out there. There was one that I was watching that... Um, it was very recently after my parents' divorce, and it dealt oh. with father issues. And let mm-hmm. me tell you something, I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing about, like, depends on what's going on in your life at the time. Oh, yeah. That also feeds oh, into yeah. it. Uh, like like you said, you know, like that episode being about fatherhood. Yeah. And yeah, yeah that's, that's going to play a part in it. It was hella rough. Um, but more well-known things, I guess. Uh, psych? There's psych. some good when, tearjerkers in Psych. I'm trying. I, I would agree with you. I just can't remember. That's. I love that show, but I like can't remember a single I know it fucking all, episode. It all really blends in. I think I cried at the dual episode. I was about to say the dual the one. Dual is episode good. is real good, and that's. Uh, this, psych is about a genius detective who pretends to be psychic and is a private eye, mm-hmm. but uh, he falls in love with a, a detective. Shh. Juliet. Juliet, yes. Jules. Jules. And but he has to keep lying to her that he's a psychic because she doesn't know any otherwise. And there comes to a point where she finds out. And it does this episode where it does two alternate timelines, one where she found out, one where she didn't. And the one where she didn't is shot like all happy, like it's still a sitcom. Mm-hmm. And it's all super well lit. But the other timeline is dark and like there's a filter on everything and, and everything goes fighting wrong. the entire time it's, there's no comedy in that one it's so well done though and then the the part that hits you is at the end they reveal that the timeline that's true is, is the, the one that's one. dark yeah and the other one's a fantasy it's so rough mm-hmm. that's it's, a good one it's so well re- shot though uh futurama futurama made me cry a lot really Dude, oh like the dog episode let me go through the episodes the dog episode is mm-hmm. one uh 
that is still rough. The final episode is actually the really final episode sweet. made me cry too, but that was more like a hmm. yeah. It was uh, a combination. There's another episode in the last season where Fry goes back and talks to his mom. Oh, that fucked me up pretty hard. Really? Yeah, that's another really. I wasn't rough a big one. Futurama guy, so like, uh, or the episode where he finds out that his brother named his son after him, and yes. his son grew up to be super important and do all the things that he wanted to do when he was younger, mm-hmm. and he thought that, his brother like stole his. Yeah, name. but then you realize it's it's his nephew, and it's like, oh no. That's a really sweet episode, yeah. Futurama is such a good show, dude. That's a really smart show. It really is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... I feel like there's a couple things in... There's... I cried during Flash. Really? Which I cried episode? in an episode of Flash. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Oh, okay. Because I think you should watch... If you if you I've, don't tune into Flash, you should tune into Flash. I've been trying to catch up. But at the same time, so we've already spoiled a couple things. Hmm. Ah, it's hard because it's this show's still fresh. The other shows that we've talked about are over. True. I don't want to talk about okay, it. I'm not going to talk about, about it. it. There's, there's an episode in season two that made me cry. And it's near the end. It's like, I think it's the season finale. Or the, or the episode before the season finale. I thought I watched season two with you. Oh, I'm thinking season three. Okay. No. Yeah. Season three. So it's actually, it's it's season three that uh, this the last episode of, or like near the last episode of season three, there's a good tearjerker in there. Um, there's also in season two when he... Not even. This is season two. Season two, he goes to Earth two, and oh. in Earth two, his mom's still alive. That's right. And he gets to like talk to her on the phone for a little bit. That's right. That's a really that's a that's a big hit. But there's an even bigger one in oh. season three. I'm excited. And Tina watched season four without me. Come on, Tina. Thanks for the suggestion, by the way, Tina. Yeah, this is this Tina Capolacula's Capolas. Uh, <laughs> I know how to say it. I just. I just like saying it wrong. Couple of cool is just couple of cooler. Well, that's. I mean, I think it's just. I think with shows, you just get more of a connection. You do get to follow and you get their more lives of an opportunity, more. Get, yeah. Which is why I think when a movie can pull off to your moments, it's bigger. It's bigger because you have such a little window to make people feel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's get into it, right? I think we should. I don't have any honorable mentions because, to be honest, I had a hard time collecting. I did too. Five. Let's talk about a few things real quick. Yes, here. we. Uh, you you start. We we googled some tearjerkers just to see like what people were thinking. Armageddon's not a fucking tearjerker. Yeah, Armageddon is on every fucking list. Uh, fucking Forrest Gump's on there, which I get. I kind of get. Forrest Gump. I get Misty on. I will admit that but I get Misty on there Forrest was one, Gump. Ranker has it as number one. Mm, that is the wrong no wrong no, place no. for that. Uh, one honorable mention that we yes we to talk wa- about. okay we have both never seen this movie but. I previously looked up some stuff about this movie, and apparently this scene in this movie is literally scientifically backed. Oh my god, dude, it's so rough, though. the saddest thing in a movie ever. I forget what the science is behind it, but it's literally the saddest based on, like, math and numbers. Because it's a kid mourning his fucking dead father in front of him. Yeah, it's called The Champ. Mm -hmm. It came out in 1978, and it's basically about a boxer who retired and gets back into it, and his last fight... I mean, I'll spoil it because it's it came out in '78. You're probably not going to see it. In his last fight, he he actually dies in the and ring his, with in, it. Well, technically not in the outside ring. the ring, but like he's he's basically right dying yeah. as he's brought into the locker room, and his son goes to his side and is just like, "You're the champ now. You're the champ." And his dad's just like, "Yeah, we did it." And then he dies, and then this kid fucking kills it with Seriously. his performance. He fucking kills it. Speaking of Scrubs, he actually cameoed in an episode of Scrubs. We'll get into that in a second. But this kid is just, he's crying, and he's just yelling at everybody to, like, wake him up, wake up his dad. And I wasn't even watching the clip as I was showing it to you, and I was, like, tearing up. Yeah, it's 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 real rough. Even out of context of, like, the whole movie, it's still rough to watch. So go ahead and just Google uh, the champ final scene. You'll cry. Yeah. You will cry. Uh, but yeah, and then we looked up what that kid did in the future because he killed it in that scene. And the only thing we know him from is he cameoed in a couple episodes of Scrubs as Nurse, Nurse Paul Flowers. Dates Elliot for a little bit. Merce. And that was surprise. Paul He's Flowers. a Merce. <laughs> <Merce> Paul Flowers. <laughs> Love that show. I do too. Anyway, let's... Should we get into let's the tears? Let's do it. Let's, let's get into let's it. Let's talk about some sad stuff. So what, what usually... Like, when you were making your list, did you ever... Like, see something that was, like, a commonality as to, like, what maybe makes you 
I tear don't up. think I did actually. It's all just dependent. It's all dependent on the mood, but like I, I definitely know there are movies that I will cry at no matter what. Yeah, and that's basically what I made up my list yeah. of is like I'm gonna cry at these. Yeah, I'm gonna no matter what. My number five. Mm-hmm. Now I know that we went through. Oh, that's right. You start this week. Yep. My number five. So we went. We were going through all these lists, and you said you didn't see it, but I did, and it reminded me. Blue Valentine. Blue Valentine is the most realistic movie about relationships I've ever seen in my life, and it's hard. Relationships are hard, and they make it that way. Like every rom com you watch, it looks so easy. You know, like they fight every once in a while, but then it's back to happy go lucky. This movie does not go back to happy go lucky. This movie is sad oh. as shit all the time. Oh, and I you cry like five different times in it, and it it goes through the entire um pro, like the entire uh, timeline of this relationship from the meeting of Ryan Gosling's character and I forget the the actress's name, but mm-hmm. her. And it's actually, I think it's the Jacob plays waitress. Charlie Kelly's or Charlie I think Day's it's wife. Charlie Day's wife. Let me just double check that. Please do. No, I am way off. It is not. Uh, her name is Michelle Williams. That's oh. who plays. She looks. She looks a little bit like her. Can I see a picture? Well, the picture that I'm looking at does not do it justice. Um, this is like her really done up. I could see it though. Yeah. So basically, it's about Ryan Gosling and her. Um, they're because. So she is actually in a relationship with someone else, but when they meet mm-hmm. and she gets pregnant by this guy and then her and Ryan start dating and she admits to him that she is pregnant after like a couple of months into their relationship oh. and he decides that he's happy about it and he wants to start a family with her and he loves her and he'll do anything for her. But then like, you know, the stress of life comes in and... <sighs> He he has to he has to find a new job. She has to find a new job. They're working together to try and fund, you know, uh, this baby's life and the stress of it not being Fuck. his son or daughter, like, really gets to him after after a while. Mm-hmm. And it's just there's no ups to this movie. It's Ooh. all just downs and downs. I'm gonna and downs. have to watch this movie. It is really really good. I, I it is sad, like I'm saying, but. I think it's worth a watch just to see oh, the yeah. realism of it. The only unrealistic thing is that they're both incredibly beautiful people. <laughs> they they dumb them down. I don't know. I saw the picture. Ryan Gosling is still gorgeous. Not it's in hard the future. To... Oh, okay. He, they both start off okay, very so attractive. Do... Okay. Cool. And then like they age them. And oh. like Ryan Gosling like loses his hair and he gets a gut. And like he always He's wears still aviators. probably really. He still looks good, yeah. obviously. <laughs> and I mean they 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 scrub her up pretty good, and it's funny that I use the word scrub because she actually becomes like a nurse, and she's wearing scrubs the whole time. Ah, so they like the literally least sexy attire known to mankind. <laughs> Blue Valentine, though, it's a good pick. Blue Valentine, I, I, I need to see it. I will. I think it's available to stream. My, I think it's on Netflix. I'm gonna look. It is when kind I get of. Home. It's a longer movie though. So that's the other thing is it's see, it's a drag and it's long. Let me tell you, I don't hate long movies. <laughs> I'm not saying you, I know I, you saying, would hate it because it's long. I'm saying. It's be ready sad for a long, sad and it's movie. long. So you also have to deal with the fact that it's long. Oh shit! Okay, I get you. I'll still so watch that's it. that's my I'll number five it. is Blue Valentine. It's not going to make it to the collab, but it's you wanted it's to make talk you cry. about it. I it's got gonna you. Make you cry. Hit me with your number five, my big boy. Number five, Jack. Oh shit! I forgot about Jack. Jack is a movie with Robin Williams, where he plays a kid who has a disease where his body ages faster than he does. So he's like. He's a teenager, right? Like no, he, the movie starts when he's like in like fourth grade. Yeah, and he's a grown man, and essentially. he's Robin Williams. He's Robin Williams, yeah. And it like follows him through his life as he progressively ages, and it's him dealing with the fact that he looks like a forty-year-old man mm-hmm. when he's in high school, and he like he asks his teacher to the dance because he likes her, and like oh, it's so, he plays it so he well. He does play it so well. It's a really rough movie because none of the other kids want to play with him. And like, there's a couple moments. There's a lot of moments where it's just sad. Yeah, like when he's crawling around in the box. Oh you remember when he's crawling around? God, in the box? yes, I remember when he's crawling around in the box. <laughs> it's really funny, but at the same time, it's really sad. Yeah, because he's like sliding down the stairs in this big box. Do you remember being a kid just crawling around yeah. in a box? Yeah, and he's like going down the stairs, but then you realize like why he's in the box, and it's yeah. so sad. And like. Can I just, should I talk about the end? Because the end is really what fucked me up. The I mean, we'll we'll specify in the well here. The, you know what? We'll specify in the details I'm, that there's spoilers. I'm gonna say right now. Take the second if you don't want to hear spoils about Jack. Skip ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on a timer. I'm gonna time myself on this so that we don't go over it. Do 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 do
You got two minutes. So skip ahead two minutes starting now. Okay. So the end of Jack, he grows up, goes to college. And he goes to high school. Oh, it is high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was middle school. that he, So he goes to middle school and graduates middle school. By the time he graduates middle school, though, he's like an... 70 year old man like it's right when, when he graduates high school did i say college again no you said middle school this time okay fuck, you, <laughs> fuck. high school high school he's in high school so he's like a seven year old man and he's just he's like alma mater not alma mater uh, uh, valedictorian we weren't it <laughs> hence why i couldn't think of the word uh, yeah he's valedictorian he's super smart but like he's old and and dying. so he's like giving like a commencement speech he's on his way to die Mm-hmm. It it's so just fucking gut wrenching, and, and you like awful. see that like him and his friends from elementary school are still doing yeah, stuff. They're still just, hanging out, even though he's just this old man. Like even the whole scene, it's a, I've I've got a minute to kill, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna talk a little bit about the movie. Uh, the whole scene where the teacher is explaining to him why they can't go yep. out, and he's just crying. Oh. It's so rough because it's so unfair to him. Like it's all about. Like, I'm about to cry just talking. About I know it, it's so sad. Oh. We got another forty. I seconds. think the hardest part of that movie is when he like goes to like the strip club or something like that, and he like yeah. picks up like a stripper, yeah, or a prostitute or something like that, and he like ends up like running away crying, and he's like in the rain, and God, that movie's so fucked up. It's dark. It's such a but, childish premise, but yeah. it's dark it's super fucking dark you got 20 seconds to kill so dark as shit but robin williams is great and it's even sadder now that robin williams is gone yeah well that's just the facts of life let me know you take the good you take the bad and there you go and have it sad the facts of life the facts of life the facts of life and then he turned into a dragon <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> so now that you're spoiler free. But yeah, Jack is. Jack's good. I, I The reason it's number five, though, is I don't think I'd go out of my way to watch Jack again. That's a, yeah. It's a one-timer. That's a one-timer. It's, but I like it. The, the kids stuff is a little, like, they, it's just a little too much. I feel like if they focused more on the other stuff, it'd be worth watching more. Yeah. But it's because they do that, it's more of like a kid's movie almost. Yeah. Like, and they portray it that way. Yeah. Not until like the later part of the movie where yeah. it becomes more serious. But yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Jack, that's a good one. Because like, the fact that we were talking about it and I was like about to tear up just talking about it. It's good. All right. Go to number four. Let's keep this mandatory moving. Woo! <laughs> My number four. We talked about it briefly beforehand. Inside Out. Yeah, stop it right there, buddy. It's also my number four. Let's keep yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Inside Out. God, man, this movie hits me hard mm-hmm. every time. Uh, once again, we're going to go into spoilers here. Uh, I don't think we should put a timer on it quite yet. I think we should talk about it, and then we will put in a timer yeah. afterwards. Um, we're going to have to do this a lot, huh? Yeah, for this one. Uh, so Inside Out is the story of basically the emotions inside your head and how they run you we talked about it in our pixar episode yeah about how it's done so much good shit for like Mm -hmm. the uh mentally challenged community and all of that it's it's amazing it it, it's the embodiment of joy anger disgust and fear Mm -hmm. running or and sadness sadness uh running your brain and uh this this girl moves from uh, Minnesota to California and she's having a very hard time with it and her emotions don't know really what to do. So joy and sadness end up leaving the brain to go and try and fix it. Well, basically sadness fucks shit up and yeah. they get sucked out into like the... So her... I guess everybody, like one emotion dominates, like is like the captain of the ship, essentially. Yep. Her emotion was joy. Her father's is anger, which is real fucked up. Yeah. Her mother's is sadness, which is even more fucked up. Yeah. But um, essentially her sadness does something and it starts to basically ruin the fucking body. Because she goes to a memory, uh, like a, a core memory. Yeah, that's right. And she takes Of it. like her friend and she touches it, which turns it blue, which means it's now a sad memory. 
and you can't have a sad memory as a core memory according to joy so she yeah, tries to fix she's it selfish monster and uh they right. get she kicked doesn't out. let anybody else touch the core memories because they're all happy they have yep. to be happy yeah and so they end up getting kicked into like the deep thought basically and they have to make their way back in order to keep her sane um and w- along the way here uh they meet shit what's his name the imaginary friend i can't remember i want to say snuffleupagus but that's from dexter's <laughs> that's laboratory right. that's the imaginary friend in dexter's laboratory snuffleupagus snuffleupagus oh snuffleupagus yes shows the entire giant burrito in dexter's <laughs> it's such a gross <laughs> scene i don't want the burrito oh, oh. <laughs> oh go ahead you're gonna eat the burrito <laughs> oh what is his name shit i gotta look it up bing bong bing bong <laughs> Bing Bong. They meet Bing Bong, the imaginary friend. You're cutting all that other shit out, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> they meet Bing Bong, the imaginary friend. And um, here is where I will say we will pencil in how long uh, we need to uh, skip. What, what, two minutes was a little long last time. Let's, Let's go uh, a minute. One minute? Yeah, one minute. So we'll, we'll cruise through this one minute starting. I'm going to oh yeah. Starting now. So Bing Bong uh, teams up with Joy and Sadness to help them along, and they end up falling into, like, the forgotten memories. Mm -hmm. And they start to fade away, and they find the cart that will allow them to get back out, but Bing Bong realizes that he's weighing it down. And so he tells Joy, one more time, we're going to get up there. And while they're they're running down the, the hill, he jumps out so that she can make it to the edge. And uh, she looks down to see Bing Bong just saying, um, take her to the moon for me. Disappears. And he disappears. <sighs> Who, buddy, does that Speaking of Scrubs hit. again, he's voiced by... Uh, he's voiced by... The hypochondriac. The, the hypochondriac in Scrubs. But yeah, it's... That scene just hits, man. It's... And like we talked two episodes ago, he was supposed to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Which I'm glad they didn't, because then you wouldn't have been hit with that. Oh, we got five seconds. Five... Four, three, two, one, zero, and that's ooh, oh, there we go. And that's he when we find in- out she's the Terminator. <laughs> Sarah Connor cameo. Uh, time's up. So, but yeah, that's that's a good pick. That's that's why that one hits. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm also at number it, four. It hits more though later on. Like when you realize this isn't much. Of it. I think this is less of a spoiler. It's just like you realize that sometimes you need sadness to get joy oh yeah and sometimes you need sadness as a memory to teach you well that's the whole lesson for uh, amy poehler's character is that you need the other emotions you can't just be happy you can't just be happy all the time time. you need the other emotions to feel happy it's such a good movie love inside out that's my that's both of our number fours all right so that would bring us to my number three yes sir my number three wouldn't surprise me if this is also a crossover my number three Big Fish. Uh, it's on my list, but it's not number three. Big Fish is the story of... Well, it's, it starts off with the story of a, uh, a son who is getting married. Yep. And uh, his father is dying. So he needs to go and visit his father before he dies. But he has a very complicated relationship with his father because... All of his father's stories that he told him were just, in his mind, blatant lies over exaggerations and just garbage. Uh, And uh, he also doesn't like him because he was always on the road with work. Mm -hmm. So he didn't really see him that often. And when he did see him, he just got all these crazy stories, um, you know, about uh, his catching of the biggest fish, the biggest catfish in Louisiana and uh, meeting a 50-foot giant. Which is where he was when his son was born. Yep, he missed the birth of his son uh, because he was catching a fish. Which I'm not going to say that as a spoiler because that is... That's the opening of the movie. That is, yeah, that's how the movie starts because it's yeah. a magic fish. Yeah. Uh, this this is a Tim Burton movie. It's very whimsical, very magical. Uh, it's basically... if You, you know ever... it's a Tim Burton movie because Danny DeVito wears a top hat. Yes, that is true. <laughs> uh, so for this one... Uh, Basically, take every like story that you ever heard from like your grandfather or something, where it was like, "I met a man. He he must have been twelve feet tall," you know, like just like exaggerating like that, but put onto screen and made real. Ewan McGregor plays the younger version of the father. Love he him. He does 
great. I love you, McGregor. He's a he's a what's the word I'm looking for? A treasure. He's a treasure yeah. to us. Yeah, I and the reason that this one hits you is I feel like it's no secret hmm. that um the ending. Oh, yeah, the ending. I mean, cuz even when I'm super rough. Even when I was prepped for it, it yeah, still hits. So I I don't think we really need to specify a spoiler on this. Oh. Do you want to specify a spoiler? Should we? We could do a spoiler. All right. So I, I want people to experience this. That's true. Okay. So we'll, so we'll give it another minute. Another minute. Starting. Hang on. My fingers are too sweaty. I'll use the code. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> All right. Starting now. Yeah. So basically the ending of this movie is his father is basically officially dying. And his father has one request from his son. And it was, it was tell me how it happened. And his son starts saying very literal things and he says no 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 tell me how it happened yeah and he starts going into basically his one of his father's stories about how he died and he takes his dad you know on this crazy car chase that led to the lake where he caught the fish and everybody he's met on his journey is there and they're all wishing him goodbye and everybody's happy to see him and he gets released into the lake becomes another big fish yeah and so he becomes one of his stories that will live on forever yeah that's and it's but it's a combination of like you lose him and he learns a lesson yeah i will say one uh, while we have 10 seconds left uh one of the other major scenes is when he's in the bathtub with his wife just fully clothed like because he's trying to drown himself isn't he or something no he's he's just, just he was feeling dry and welcome back everybody to the magic hour i can't stop it stop so anyway yeah, turns out wasn't that big of a fish. No. <laughs> like most good fish stories, it was pretty normal. Big <clears throat> fish is a good pick. It's also on my list, but it's not number All three. All right, number three for you then. Let's my number it. three is Lars and the Real Girl. Oh, I forgot about this movie. I, I cry like a fucking bitch at this movie. Is it because I relate to Lars too much? Probably. <laughs> Lars and the Real Girl is a movie starring Ryan Gosling. Real quick, real quick. This is the craziest premise that you will ever hear. I love it, though. It's so Give good. it a chance. It's Continue. so good. Uh, he... Uh, did he get out of a bad relationship? No, he's never been in a he's relationship. He's never been in a socially. He's socially awkward. He can't talk to people. And he lives at home. He lives with his brother. With his brother, who is just trying to get him to, like... Being it's, normal. It's actually his sister-in-law that's, oh, that's trying right, to get him that's to be right. normal. His brother, his brother his, is just no, not that's having what, it. Sorry, let me... His his sister's trying to help. His brother's trying to be, make him be normal. Yeah. That's what I... I, I should specify that. And uh, at a certain point, he gets a real doll, which is a sex doll, essentially. But it's a very real... Yeah, it's... Looking creepy. person. But he doesn't... He doesn't fuck it, ever. No. He builds a relationship with it and like everybody in town like plays along basically. i don't think we should spoil there's no spoilers in this i don't no there's no until the the very end is i think a spoiler but i'm not going to talk about it we, we don't need to do that is what i'm saying to so, do the spoiler thing yeah, i'm not going to talk about the end because yeah so he he starts building a relationship with this girl this real girl and he treats it like a wife or a girlfriend mm-hmm. And he gives it like a backstory and everybody in the town recognize starts to recognize it as a real person, like and it helps him to socialize and he meets like an actual girl through it all and Oh, that's a really cute scene. It is a really that's cute a really... scene. Ah, I know. <laughs> I need to rewatch that movie. It's so I love this movie. I know, it's so good. And Brian Gosling is so good in it too, and you just feel for this guy. Yep. Because he's so he's genuinely just a super sweet guy. He just can't talk. He can't to talk anybody. to people. And, and when he does talk to people, like before, I would I would assume he's supposed to be on the spectrum a little bit. I don't know if that's it. I could be, but I think it might just be like it has to be though, because his brother has no issue whatsoever. No, and he does. Um, I would assume so, but I, they never really specify it. Yeah, but it's it's all about him just getting to the level of having real relationships mm-hmm. and it's super sad because like he builds a tragic story out of it all and mm-hmm. it's so good because because she's a real doll she can't move yeah so he like puts her in a wheelchair and pushes her around and like and, other like, people will take her and like 
do stuff with her during the day. Like, and like the, the hairdresser's because take he get, her. Yeah, because and... he gets a job, finally. Mm-hmm. So it's, oh God, it's so good. It is so, so good. And it throughout that whole movie, like, it, it's a tearjerker not only because there is a few moments of sadness in it, like, there's just, like, pure joy and, like, happiness. It's when also you see a really the, pretty movie. Yeah. The the color palettes and all the designs are it's really cool. a lot of, like... But, like, seeing... Seeing like the the townspeople like come together and like how they treat him and her, like it's so heartwarming. Yeah. It, like it does it's, bring a tear to your eye. It's such a good movie. I Go love watch Lars, Lars and the Real God, Girl. I forgot about this one. This one's definitely gonna make the list. I, fucking I think that's love this. really when I fell in love with Ryan Gosling. Yep, that's when I. That's when I like. Oh, my name is Ryan Gosling, and this is my this acting, acting range. range. Ain't got no mom. Ain't got no dad. <laughs> As you can see, it keeps getting smaller. <laughs> I do, I do really, really like Ryan Gosling, especially in this role. God, that's a good one. That is a good one. All right. Now realizing, I don't think you've seen my number two either. What's that? I've talked about it in 1993. Philadelphia. Oh, I have not watched it yet. Philadelphia. I the movie really don't about think AIDS. I'm going to go out and watch it. It is good. I know it's a it very, is. Very I good just, movie. I don't think I. It's hard place to get to to sit down and watch it you know what i'm saying yeah you definitely gotta like get the stomach ready for it uh so if you haven't listened to 93 um go back and listen no 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 no. go back and listen to that one and then come back here we'll give go ahead we'll give you time i could do this all day i can wait all day you're what it's your time i can wait we gave you enough time So Philadelphia is the story of Tom Hanks is a lawyer at this big law firm, and uh, his he finally gets this big uh, case assigned to him. It's like the biggest case they've ever had, and uh, all of a sudden, like a, a very important document goes missing, and they blame him for it, so they fire him. But he thinks that they fired him because they knew he had AIDS and they knew he was gay. Um, and you mean so, like uh, assistance, right? No, the the blood disease. Oh. It's much sadder now, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to lighten this I up. I know. <laughs> it's dark. It's so and then he he finds Denzel Washington's character who is one of those like shitty uh like uh, criminal lawyers on the side, you know, just like doing shitty advertisements stuff like that, and he thinks he has a case. And so you're you're watching this case unfold at the same time you're watching Tom Hanks just slowly wither away. And get more and more sick, and you have he has a relationship with Antonio Banderas in this movie, and their relationship is just it's um, you can just feel the love between those two, and Antonio Banderas's character throughout the whole thing is it hurts to watch him go through it all, and there's this scene. Fun fact: this is the movie that gave Tom Hanks diabetes. <laughs> it all was also a Castaway. Yeah, back to back. <laughs> um, but. Uh, the, the scene that gets me, it's not a spoiler. There's the scene where um, Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks are going through the, like, what they're going to, because Tom Hanks is going to take the stand the next day. Mm-hmm. And they just have this big party. And Tom Hanks's character is just kind of in the moment and not wanting to think. He just wants to live. And they're listening to this song that's an opera. And so there's this woman singing in Italian. And... He's just like walking around. He's got his IV with him and he's on that stand. So he's just kind of like, then the, the lights, like while he's telling the story, he just, the lights just like slowly turn to red and it's this really weird effect. And he's mm. just, he's talking about what this woman is singing about and he's just like crying, but he's like being, he's, he's, he's like embodying the song. I, it's so hard to explain. You just got to see the scene. I need to watch it. I just. You it, you definitely got to be in the mood. For yeah, it. I cannot <laughs> like, I cannot force myself into a place to go be like. Philadelphia sounds like a really good movie. I'm gonna to watch, watch right that AIDS now. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really really good, and Tom Hanks' performance is the is the reason that you will cry in this movie. Mm. And God bless Tom Hanks. God yes, please. You know what? For that matter, God bless Colin Hanks too. You know what? Yeah, pass it down. Keep you know him, he gets keep him going. It's it's a uh, keep the Hanks alive. It's genetic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my number two, Philadelphia. If you can stomach it and you can take the time to actually go to it, mm-hmm. watch it. I shall give yourself a cry. 
My number two is Big Fish. You already knew it. You were right before I even said it. Because I think you and I are going to agree on number one. I don't think so. Oh, we'll see. All right. Yeah, we've talked about Big Fish already. It's just, I, you know what? Every time I bring up Big Fish, I don't ever think about it. But anytime I bring it up, I'm like, I fucking love that movie. Yep. It is just, it's such a good, like, mystical adventure almost. Mm. It's just so. Mm. And there's depth to that movie, too. It really it is. It feels really choppy and it feels like just a bunch of crazy stories, but like, you really follow this guy's life and you get an understanding yeah. for it. Um, God, it's good. It's real good. Go watch Big Fish. I yeah. mean, that, do, you, do you want to say anything else about Big Fish? I feel like we covered it enough. That's good. Yeah, I guess. I don't want to over talk it. That's true. Okay, so uh, you just want to move forward? Yeah, let's move All forward. Right. My number one, I really don't think we're a crossover because you do not appreciate. I, I'm not saying this is an insult. You don't appreciate this movie as much as I do. Uh, it's Warrior. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about Warrior. Warrior is my number one. I've I've boasted about Warrior Man, a few we're times. We're gonna be on opposite sides of the spectrum on this one. Oh yeah, <laughs> you'll see. So uh, Warrior is my number one because uh, I first of all I just love this movie so much and this movie makes me cry three to four times mm-hmm. on three to four different emotions. So it's a tearjerker via. Via sadness, via stress, via happiness, via just exhilaration. Mm. Like it's it's there's this scene where Joel Edgerton's character is in the ring and he's fighting and he gets a lock or he he gets like a a a, a, t- a tap out move basically locked in on this guy and there's not that much time left and he needs to make him tap or else he won't make the next round mm-hmm. and it's just like the tension that is building and like the amount of effort and the amount of like exhaustion that you see coming from joel edgerton in this and like his wife is in the stands and she's freaking out and like his coach is over the cage yelling at him and it's just all this like it's like sensory overload almost but like you're you feel like you're there and like you like when every time i watch that scene i'm like grabbing something and i feel like i'm just like starting to choke it out like trying to help him choke this guy out and i'm just like tears rolling down my face like come on just fucking do it man just fucking get it and that's and like there's this and Nick Nolte's performance once it's like Tom Hanks performance in Philadelphia that's the reason you're crying Philadelphia Tom, uh, Nick Nolte's performance in this will get you going for sure uh he was nominated for best supporting in this one for good reason yeah he just he kills it i i've boasted about this movie plenty of times uh i just love it and that's a big reason why is cuz so many emotions are brought out for me mm-hmm. you've seen it i mean do you did you no, cry no i agree i I, don't, I mean, it's fine if you didn't I don't cry. remember, honestly. I think you've only seen it like once or twice. I right? have only seen it like once. Mm-hmm. I, you, not to insult you, but like when, I, I mean, I don't, don't, I shouldn't say it like that. I You shouldn't, don't take this as an insult, but like when we watched it, we were in high school and it's a good chance that like you weren't really paying attention to it because we did a lot, a lot in high school. I beg your pardon? I just don't you think gonna that, You're going to come here and talk to me like that? In high school. <laughs> Dude, we watched Sex Drive for like three weeks straight in high school. You forced... No, sorry. I did not. It was at your home. Do not throw me under the bus like that. God, that's such a bad movie. Yes, it was. But let's move... Do you want to explain Warrior actually before before I jump ahead? If you you haven't listened to any of our previous podcasts and I've talked about Warrior... I will will have to give Warrior another watch. I will. It's fucking great. Warrior is the story of two brothers separated um, at childhood... uh, because of the abuse and alcoholism of their father, Nick Nolte. And it's Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. Oh, Joel Edgerton are the brothers. Uh, Joel Edgerton ended up staying with Nick Nolte's character, and Tommy, Tom Hardy's character, Tommy, uh, went with Mom out to the West Coast. And uh, she ends up dying, so he comes back uh, to Nick Nolte. Um, Which is a fate you don't want. Yeah. And basically what the story ends up becoming is both of these characters realize that they can solve their big issues like by fighting, uh, by, by, fighting <laughs> uh, by trying to get into this big tournament called um, the the War on the Shore, which is the biggest fight in MMA history. It's such an MMA fucking title. Well, yeah, I mean, I know, but it's I, an I, MMA I movie. It's good, it's good. <laughs> but I'm saying like... The war on the shore. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going into this movie thinking you're going to get like this balls to the wall action MMA fight flick, you are not getting that. Oh, you are getting a family drama with some, uh, with a tournament at the end of it. Hmm. It's amazing. I love this movie. Give it a watch, people. 
All right. So what's your number one? If you think it was going to be a crossover. Click. Son of a bitch. I cannot watch Click. I cannot watch Click without crying. You're right. Anytime I watch that movie, no matter what mood I'm in, no matter when I watch it, it's not a good movie. Mm -hmm. But I will cry. Because that fucking scene. That one scene. That's all it takes is that one scene. scene is so powerful. And I don't know why. But it's so rough. I think it's because Adam Sandler finally acts. Adam Sandler's a decent, he's a, serious actor. He's actually a great actor if you watch his serious stuff. Yeah. He's great. But yeah, it's Click, man. I cry every time. What's Click? Click is a movie about Adam Sandler's character who is an architect. Or something de- like that. Designer. And he uh, goes to Bed Bath & Beyond to get something. Ends up in the Beyond Beyond section where he meets Christopher Walken, who is essentially God, right? I think that's the... No, he's the he's Death. That's what he is. Yeah. He's Death. But he gives him a magical remote that can control the universe. And you can do all the things that a remote would do, like speed up time, slow down time, stop time. But anytime you do something, it becomes a preset. So every time it happens, it happens again. So there's a point where Adam Sandler gets sick with like a head cold. And he's like, okay, I'll just fast forward through this. But then every time after that he gets sick, he loses that time. And it mm-hmm. keeps jumping no matter what. So he it starts to spiral out of control. And even though it's fast forwarding for him, he's still running on like autopilot for yeah. everybody else in the world. So his marriage falls apart and like his kids grow up and start to fucking hate him and he misses out on everything and it all accumulates with his death. Yep. (laughs) And he has like a heart attack just in the street and the rain in the rain. It's and he like has this one last moment with his son. Everything fucking builds up because it's right after his daughter's or his son or daughter's wedding. It's after his daughter's wedding. He has the heart attack. Yeah. So he gets sick again. Yeah, and it fast forwards one more time, even though he's, it, it really gets rough there because like every time it fast forwards, he gets more upset about it because mm-hmm. it's just constantly making him miss everything, and he knows what's happening at that point. Yep. And then he, yeah, he has another heart attack and he dies, surrounded by his fucking old family, and he runs back into Christopher Walken, who essentially gives goes sends him back to the point right before he uses. I'm just going to tell the whole movie. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, no, it's click. Like, this is one yeah, that you can spoil. He, but he spends he sends him back to the point right before he uses the remote for the first time. Because once you use it, you can't throw it away. Yeah. That, that was one of the things that it was about, right? Yep. So he gives him a second chance of, like, you can do the right thing or you could do, or you it, can just, do yeah. it all again. The other one in that movie that gets me is when he goes and watches um, the last time he talked to his father. He finds out he yeah. finds out his father died, who's Henry Winkler. That's fucking right, because he's at, he goes to the gravestone, doesn't he? He finds. I think he no. He's talking to someone, and he, he's like, "Where's dad?" And they're like, "That's he's, right, he's Cause dead." Because he, he dies while he's while he's sick or while yeah. he's something. Or he fast forwards through something. Yeah, and uh, he goes back to watch like his autopilot version talking to his father. Oh, and it's and his just stone goes, cold and. Yeah, and his last words to his father were like, because um, his father always used the the coin trick where he'd bite half a coin, um, but he Adam Sandler re- like he always knew that it was a trick coin, but he never had the heart to tell his dad that, and so his the last time he talked to his dad, his dad was trying to get him to like join the family for something, and he was like, if you come with, I'll show you That's the right. coin he, trick. No, he's working on something, and he yep. fast forwards through it because he needs to get his work done. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, so he. While on autopilot, his, his dad is like, if you come with us, I'll, I'll show you the coin trick. I'll finally tell you. And Adam Sandler just snaps at him. And it's just like, I've always known. It's a trick coin. It's stupid. I hate it. Just leave me alone. That's right. And he's yelling at himself like, why would you say that, yeah. you fucking idiot? And yeah. And then he like says goodbye to his father when it's paused. And like he, oh! keeps, he keeps rewinding the moment where his dad says, I love you. And he's just like back and forth with it. You're fucking me up right now. Man. I know, man. That's good. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're good. We're good. We're good. Click is... That's a good movie. You know what? As much as I give shit to that movie, I love it. I it's, do. I do. But yeah, I can't watch that fucking movie without crying. And Ooh, yeah. I've tried. I've gone into it like, I'm going to watch Click again. Fuck it. I know what's happening. Fucking ball my ass <laughs> I couldn't stop it. <laughs> uh, and then he went on to just make shit. 
Like he has so much potential. Honestly, I think Click was his last good movie. I would I go with that. I'd bet it. Uh, and even saying that like the movie as a whole is good is hard. It has its bad parts, but it, I yeah. think story wise, whoever wrote that story, yeah, they, they had a plan and they knew what they were doing because it has a good message behind it too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, let's let's run these back and let's break it down. Let's All right, do so it. we have number five, we have Jack and Blue Valentine. Mm-hmm. Number four, we have Inside Out and Inside Out. Number three, Lars and the Real Girl and Big Fish. Number two, Big Fish and Philadelphia. And number one, Click and Warrior. And we will take out everything that we haven't seen. So Blue Valentine, pretty much half my list. Well, we all have different things. Blue Valentine and Philadelphia, sad as shit. Mm-hmm. I think you. I think Blue Valentine. If you're, it, that's one. I think you could easily I, sit down and yeah, just no watch. I am going to watch that. But it's I, a, it's you a, know what? I'll probably watch it tomorrow. I've got nothing going on. It's a tough watch, that's but funny. it's it's worth it. I'm gonna do laundry and I'll cry. Yeah, that leaves Jack, Inside Out, Lars and the Real Girl, Big Fish, Click, and Warrior. All um, right, so we just need to get rid of one. I technically have one thing <laughs> left on the list. <laughs> that's fair. Honestly, I think Jack could go. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Because I, I I don't think I'd ever go out of my way to watch Jack. Yeah. But these other movies on here, I... I will watch these movies nonstop, and I don't care that I cry, and I yeah. cry like a fucking bitch at all these. Yeah, all right. Let's, Man, uh, you, you bringing up Lars and the Real Girl, I forgot about Lars and the Real Girl. I cry. Now oh, you see why it took me I so long to get I cry over a doll. Like, I know, oh. it's so rough. Go watch Lars and the Real Girl. God, you everybody. need to watch it's Lars so and the good. Real Girl. It's so good. Don't let, don't let the premise, like take you out of it because it is it is a hard weird. thing to uh, adjust to yes but it's so good well okay so number five what do you think for number five hmm. i lean towards inside out for number five i think that's reasonable because it's really only the one scene that really gets you going yeah there's not multiple that's true and it's not like the whole movie and i don't think i would cry again if i watched it i probably i'd t- missed I, up and i missed tear up, up but i wouldn't like not the way I did when I first watched it of uncontrollable. Oh, like, <laughs> like I still oh, fuck. Oh god, no. I know. So I, I think five is a good spot for that. Definitely. I think that's good. All right. So then number four for number four. Then we have Lars and the Real Girl, Big Fish, Click, and Warrior. Mm-hmm. This is hard because I feel like you you haven't seen Warrior enough to get an appreciation yeah. for it. So I'd be okay with moving it all the way down to four. I I cry like a baby every time more than once and so that's why i thought of it for the tearjerker immediately mm-hmm. uh but the fact that you're not at the same page as me that's fair but i i, I do want it higher than inside out in okay this case I'm, I'm okay with four then that leaves large and the real girl big fish and click mm-hmm the fact that I forgot about Lars and the Real Girl, I want to I want to bump that one up. I think that one could that one could duke it out for one, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think Big Fish is a good solid three. That's a good middle ground. Yeah. Because I think if I were to watch again, I might be able to hold them back. Yeah. And it 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 is really a build up to. That's true. The finale. Yeah. Um, whereas the others are, you kind of get it throughout. Mm-hmm. You kind of get that feeling throughout. Definitely. Yeah. All right, so that just leaves Lars and the Real Girl and click. It'd be really weird to give the top spot to click, but like I know I cry like a baby. Well, like we almost cried just now, just talking about it. I know, and I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched Lars and the Real Girl again, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would have the same emotional response to it. I think because I haven't seen it in a while, it'd be like a fresh viewing. True, but that that's also something to say about Click then, because I still cry. I know it's happening. Yeah. That is a big point, yeah. Like, no matter, you go in fully prepared, you're still going to cry. Like, if I were to watch it back-to-back, I would cry twice. Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's tough. I think it's tough. I do. But, like, because if you go based on quality of movie, Lars and the Rigo is a better movie. Oh, 100%. But I know for a fact Click is going to make me cry. Yes. And if that's what the list is, then that's what the list is. Yeah, that would be the number one spot. Uh, Are we going to give number one to Click? I think we are. I I mean, considering that you and I both teared up a little bit just talking about the fucking scene with Henry Winkler. Yeah. I think... I think that's the really the one that really gets me. Lars, but that's cool. No, I want Lars on the road. (laughs) All right. That's... We we did it. We did it. We went through... These these aren't necessarily sad movies. No, but they're they're the ones that make us cry. 
I think that's there's a difference between sad movies and tear jerkers. Mm-hmm. Tear jerkers are movies that will just make you. And you tear. know what? In defense of Click, now that I, <laughs> I think the fact that it's not a sad movie, it's not billed as a fucking drama. It's billed as an Adam Sandler comedy. Yeah, the fact that it can elicit that fucking response from me yeah. every time mm-hmm. is something that is very unique and special. Yeah, for sure. Break it down. Let's Krispy Kreme. Break it down. Krispy Kreme, break that shit down. We got number five, Inside Out. Go! Go save Riley! <laughs> Take her to the moon for me. Okay? Number four, Warrior. Yeah. You godless son of a bitch! You stopped the ship! You godless son of a bitch! Number three, Big Fish. It's it's unbelievable. The story of my life. Number two, Lars and the Real Girl. None of this is easy for any of us, but we do it. Oh, we do it for you. So don't you dare tell me how we don't care. And number one, Click. Our top tier jerker. I love you, son. I love you, son. I love you too, Dad. All right, that's 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 our top five tear triggers. Man. You want to cry? Give these movies a watch. Just watch them anyway. They're good movies. They're all good them. movies. All, of them are all good these movies. are good movies. Yes. Yeah, that's that that about does it. I think. I think we are ready to call this one quits i believe i don't so. want to cry anymore no so though i kind of want to go watch a movie that makes me cry yeah now that, that we like, talked about it i'm, I'm kind of like, like up for it oh yeah that's I'm a weird thing like i love that about movies it's just like sometimes you just want to cry and so you put on a movie that's gonna make you cry man crying gets the sad out <laughs> <laughs> shit what is that from <laughs> let's go to prison <laughs> crying with the sad out it's okay to cry crying gets the sad out <laughs> This one's called Boat Cleaner. I think it's used to clean boats. It's <laughs> <laughs> my personal favorite line of the movie. <laughs> oh, that's a good movie. Go watch Let's Go to Prison. <laughs> let's go to prison. If you want a good dumb laugh after your cry, let's go to prison. <laughs> Starring fucking Will Arnett and Dax Shepard. Shit, yeah, bro. It's a good movie. I love it. Shut up and brilliant, bro. What? Shut up and blade, bruh. <laughs> Shut up and blade, bruh. Seriously, though. Seriously. I don't I'm know sure if they're different movies. I, I'm sure they are different movies. <laughs> anyway, uh, follow us on the bullshit. Let's go to Kaz. Follow us on the social media platforms. Yep, everything to you guys. Top five for Twitter and Facebook. Email us list suggestions. We're still dying over here. It's dying. Uh, at two guys top five. Or sorry, fuck me. Two guys top five at gmail.com. I'm Tinky B. Winky on Twitter. He is at Lucas Swanson. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks again to Hoodie Allen for the use of his song movie off the album. People keep talking. I'm getting it now. <laughs> Three times the charm. Uh, and we're gonna keep using it as long as he says until he says no yeah and we will respectively 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 is that the word it sounds wrong respectively respectively no that's right respectively okay respectively take it away uh what are we gonna do next week did we talk about that yes we did that's right no, we did. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. We are going to do uh, top five character growths in movies. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a very in-depth one. Yeah. I think it'll be fun, though. I think this will and be that fun. That suggestion comes from my girlfriend, Teresa Kaler. Oh, thanks again to Tina Coppola-Kula. <laughs> For this list suggestion. Tina Coppola's. Lovely Tina. Smart Tina. Too smart. Eh, Tina. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how long. <laughs> Not long. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks again for the list suggestion. If you want to get us, uh, give us a list, send it to us. Yeah, please, please, send please, 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 please. You'll get that shout out. you get that nice Tina Kapolish shout out. Shout out. Otherwise, yeah, I'm good. You good? I'm going to watch am. a sad movie. I'm going to go watch a sad I'm going to go cry. Yeah. I do that anyway. I'm going to go get some milk and crap. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Talladega Nights. Oh. (laughs) 
You know, word around town is I'm the mother of a son who can only say, I want to go fast. <laughs> I want to go fast. I thought you'd say that. I'm going to get some milk and cry. I'm going to go in this store. I'm going to get some milk and cry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. We'll see you next week. Watch more movies. We love you. I want to cry. Yeah, that does sound nice.